Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we we thank and praise you for giving us Jesus, your Son, to become our life. We pray that you would make us today aware of all the ways that we can connect with you in Jesus Christ as we serve and share and love one another. Hopeful and bold in seeking your promise. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Have no fear, little flock, for it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. That is quite a promise, is it not? I mean, when you hear that little verse that shows up, and I, I got to tell you, this gospel today is kind of, it's kind of uh, weird in that the first paragraph of this gospel, have no fear, little flock, for it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom, uh, sell your possessions and give alms, uh, save, uh, make purses for yourself that do not wear out for where... For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. That whole section belongs with the section right before it that we didn't read. Do you know what the section right before it is? It's something that you probably have heard also. Do not worry about what you will eat or what you will drink or what you will wear. For the Father knows that you need all of these things. He will provide. But seek first the kingdom of God. And it ends with this promise that we started our gospel with today. Have no fear, little flock. For it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. What that tells us is that God's greatest treasure is what? Giving you what you need. Being with you. Joining with you. And here's where it gets really fun. For those of us who understand who this God is that has chosen to give us the kingdom, we then can go on giving it. We then can join Him in that cause. We then can be the ones who who carry out that mission. Who continue to live in a way that says, I am not here to hold on to what I have, but to know that God will continue to provide so that I can be a blessing as God is a blessing to me. We live in this way. And it's hard, isn't it? That's why it starts with the most familiar, the most common words in all of the Bible. Have no fear. Fear not. Why does God have to keep telling us to have no fear? 
Well, because we have a lot of it. And I found that as I accumulate more, it builds more fear. More responsibility, more fear. More possessions, more fear. More stuff, more fear. More opportunities, more fear. The bigger the opportunity, the more fear I have. Why? Because I feel like I have more to lose. And I want to hold on to it. But God calls me not to worry about what I'm holding on to. It's that mindset that has got me fearing. Because I think that once God has given me, then I better hold on to it, or if I lose it, I ain't never going to get it again. That's the way this works. (laughs) And that's why I get so fearful. Well, what if I mess this up? What if I make a mistake? What if I give away too much? What, what, who will take care of me? Oh, the one who has always taken care of me. The one whose good pleasure it is to give me the kingdom. That's faith. That's living by faith. Because when we say God will continue to provide, we are counting on what? Something we do not have. If you're like me, I find all too often that I count on what I have more than what I do not have. And trust calls me to count on what I do not have, but I believe and trust God longs to give. This isn't about me getting ahead. This is about me trusting. It's about you trusting that God will not abandon you. That God will not leave you hanging. That God will be there for you. That God will show up for you. That God will be with you in all that you do. This isn't about us saying, well, if I, if I believe and trust that God will give me plenty, then I will get more. No. Because then I'm focused on the more. And not the God who continues to provide. Abram must have understood this. The author of Hebrews in the the great chapter of faith that we read just a little portion of today, Hebrews 11. Go back and read all of those stories. Be reminded of all of those people of faith uh, who, who lived seeking a promise, seeking a world that was not the world that they knew, but one that they knew God was leading them to. Some of them lived their whole life, many of them lived their whole life without ever seeing that come to to pass. But we have seen it, and it looks like Jesus. The one who gives His entire life away. For the sake of a world that abandoned Him. 
For the sake of a world that rejected Him. For, a sake, for the sake of sinners like you and I who don't trust Him. Jesus gave His entire life away for those like you and me. And His life is still going. He's alive again. And He shows up in the midst of all that we do. All that the world is doing. Abram, in his old age, talking with God after God had sent him away from his land, away from his homeland, into a land that he did not know. He says, God, how am I going to continue? All I don't even have an heir to my name. And God made Abram a promise. Do you see the stars in the sky? Can you count them? More numerous than those will your heirs be. You know, Abram only saw one son. That's a far cry from all the stars in the sky, isn't it? Did God fulfill His promise? Absolutely. He's still fulfilling it. And people like you and me who live by faith, trusting that the God who promises continues to deliver. And we haven't seen all that God can do yet. This whole life will pass before you see all that God can do. But one day we will see it clearly. And in the meantime, we are called to trust. To say that it's not about what I hold, but about what I give. It's not about what I keep, but what I seek. It's not about how much I have or don't have. But it's about the people, the love, the kindness, the promise, the world that God has shown me in Jesus where forgiveness and grace know no limits. And where the one who holds the universe in his hands says to you and I who believe and trust it, have no fear, little flock. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you his kingdom. Amen.